I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We'll get to college football in just a bit, but I am tracking the French Open and specifically the men's semifinal between uh, Carlos Alcaraz and Novak Djokovic. Uh, right now, Djokovic is up a set. I wonder if, say, there's a live betting opportunity with Alcaraz, the favorite in this match, the favorite to win the tournament. Certainly has better numbers on clay, but he is down a set. And I'm looking at BetMGM, minus 150 for Djokovic to win. Alcaraz plus 115. Give me some betting, live betting value here, guys. Anybody have a thought? Anything? Well, you tell me. You in? Might be. Sure might be. Even if he goes down two sets, Alcaraz could come back. I mean, I get the age disparity is huge. And Alcaraz, like, I mean, he has won a major before. And so he should be used to this by now. So... I may pull that trigger there. Aaron's off tennis. She's off. Yeah. <laughs> Zero interest someone. in that. <laughs> she went, they went 0 and 2, and she's like, I'm done with the sport forever. Right. Yeah, forever. No. Yeah. Tennis is DTM. Just, I'm just going to pass on today, but you have fun with that. <laughs> Thanks. Enjoy that. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. that. Once live tennis guys. comes to the DC area, just you wait. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> she's going to live. I'm so, pro so live tennis. Yes. Exactly. She's going to wear a tennis outfit. Yes. That would be hilarious. <laughs> she shows up on the show with a racket. I'm in. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Let's get back to uh, this college football article uh, where the athletic used tiers to define who the top starters will be next season. And I mentioned yesterday that it's really important to look for the outliers and the perfect storms as far as betting on teams that don't normally make the playoff to make the playoff and for guys to win the Heisman because uh, it almost always is a quarterback when it isn't. Perhaps it's fairly obvious who it'll be coming out of, say, an elite program like Alabama or something like that. But now let's look at the other end of the spectrum because, Joe, you brought this up yesterday and I thought it was really important that we explore this a little bit more because 
while it's fairly obvious who the top guys are and who even, say, the Heisman contenders are who aren't favorites, uh, say, outside of Caleb Williams, I think it's also important to look at, say, Tier 4 and Tier 5 because this may give us some opportunities to fade certain guys or at least further bolt, uh, say, give us another argument why we still want to back a particular team, particular program, despite not having a great quarterback because maybe everything else is fantastic around them. So, Joe, as we look at, say, Tier 4 and Tier 5 quarterbacks, what stood out to you as far as, say, a team to fade, a player who you don't like for the Heisman, anything like that? And we're not saying in some of these situations that a quarterback labeled in Tier 4 is bad because the reality is when you because there was one player in Tier 1, two players in Tier 2, they're saying just outside the top 10. So maybe there are high expectations for some of these teams. Uh, One that did jump out is, well, first off, we see two, four, six, seven quarterbacks listed in tier four. And the first four all have a win total of eight and a half. Sam Hartman with Notre Dame, Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, Cam Rising, Utah. And the one that stood out is because they just, over the years in Big Ten country, They've been a punching bag for this position, and it's kind of changed somewhat, or, or maybe they're more hopeful, I would say, because you would always laugh uh, in years past at the Badgers quarterback in Wisconsin, whether it was Brooks Bollinger or John Stocko, like those sorts of guys. That, that's what they would go for. Let's just we'll win with our defense and our offensive line, and let's see what we can get. Now, more recently, ever since Russell Wilson – they're trying to get that five-star quarterback to come to Wisconsin, and they've succeeded, but the problem is some of the hype has, has not met the expectation there. So I find it interesting that Tanner Mordecai, a, uh, a guy from SMU, is in this Tony tier up. four, and they put, they, they put Wisconsin there at a win total of, of eight and a half, and the Heisman for him is 100 to one. Uh, title odds for Wisconsin, it's a long shot at 70 to one. It's just interesting to me that, you know, it's another situation where there's going to be a little hype behind this Wisconsin quarterback. And I, I don't know that I've heard much of it yet, but I'm sure we'll get there. It, it just takes one game. Like I've seen it in the past where after one game, they're just going off the charts about about their latest quarterback and he's going to win the Heisman and all that stuff and different times in Madison it just never seems to happen so I don't know that I would buy that one but I was looking at the Wisconsin schedule here and you know it starts Buffalo Washington State Georgia Southern it's not all bad I don't see them playing Michigan at all uh, they do get Ohio State, but they play them at home. So uh, maybe it, it could set up for a pretty good season. A lot of it's going to depend on Mordecai. Love it. I took yeah, a look I, at yeah. the, the um, Tier 5 because <laughs> okay. I know mm-hmm. we were going to look at some of the uh, bottom feeders here and how that could you know shape some of our win total bets. So I, I went on a – deep dive on Washington state and Mississippi state. So we've got Cam Ward returning at Washington state. He's been inconsistent. Wazoo has lost a lot. Um, But some of these other PAC 12 teams, like 
Colorado, do we know if they're going to be any good? How is Arizona going to be? Cal, Stanford. So the Washington State win total is at six and a half. I think it would be sweaty going over. Um, Cam Ward is one of the tier five. He's the last quarterback listed on this list. I just think I lean under, um, but I just ultimately decided to probably stay away because I think it might be tight. When I look at their schedule to start, a little bit softer. They've got Colorado State. The Wisconsin game will be tough. Then Northern Colorado, Oregon State. UCLA, Arizona, and then Oregon, Arizona State should probably be better. And then I'm not expecting much from Stanford. I think Cal will be better. Colorado, uh, who knows what's going on there. And then uh, you got UW. So I think they could get over it, but I just don't feel strongly enough to put my money on it. And then the other one I looked at in Tier 5 was Mississippi State. So their win total also at 6.5. This is intriguing as well because obviously they've got Will Rogers. We all know they lost their head coach. So the offensive coordinator was promoted. Um, How will that affect them? Uh, But I could see them definitely getting over six and a half wins. And that was plus money. It's plus 125. If you look at their schedule, they definitely have some swing games. And then ESPN projects them to finish with 6.3 wins. So I think if one of those swing games goes in their favor, they could get to seven wins and go over that win total at plus 125. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. The bottom of the SEC West is always intriguing to me because it's Ole Miss, it's Mississippi State, it's Auburn. Now you have to include Texas A&M in that conversation. And Mm -hmm. you figure, okay, 
with the Alabamas and LSUs in that division, that's going to be mighty, mighty tough to sort of steal a game here or there because these programs mm-hmm. are just dominant. I mean, you expect them to win nine, 10 games every single year. For Alabama, it's 11, 12, and more than that. I so the, the, the bottom of the division is always intriguing to me. Arkansas very much middle of the division, say they'll finish third, fourth, somewhere around there. And so that win total might be fairly sharp. But, yeah, the bottom is interesting because you figure, okay, who's going to be jostling for position, so to speak, and who is going to, uh, you know, finish, say, fourth, fifth place, something like that. To me, I don't think, the given the investments Texas, Texas A&M has made, that they're going to continue being that bad from a year ago. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, those bottom SEC West teams uh, make me nervous, especially, like, Jackson Dart for Ole Miss. Ole Miss may very well come back down to reality. So that's going to be intriguing. But sticking with the Southeastern Conference, one team that I feel very strongly about right now involves Tennessee with Joe Milton as the starting quarterback. And this matters a great deal because, yeah, he's got a big arm. Yeah, he's in a good system. But here's the thing about college football. History matters. What you did in prior seasons can matter a great deal as being predictive as to how a program will do in the future. And you can change coaches, you can change players, obviously, but you really can't change the history and the culture because college football, for the most part, is fairly consistent as far as who the great teams are, who the good teams are, and who's going to continue stinking. And when it comes to Mm -hmm. Tennessee, yeah, last year was absolutely magical. But outside of last season... The last time they had double-digit wins was in 2007, and their win total is nine and a half. When history matters this much in a particular sport, you do need to go back and look at prior seasons. And last year was an outlier for the Vols. I am hammering the under nine and a half for Tennessee, Joe. All right. I, that one really jumped out to me, that we have a Tier 5 quarterback, a quarterback change, and that, that high number of 9.5. That is the highest win total of any quarterback listed in this uh, Tier 5, and there are a number of them. What are there, like 10, 12 quarterbacks listed? Okay, so here's mm-hmm. another angle that I wanted to bring up that really stood out to me, is you know Tier 5 is not suggesting their poor quarterbacks are actually – Uh, above average so in many cases viewed as a top 20 top 25 quarterback in the nation right and there Mm -hmm. are two there are two here that have very are on teams that have very low win totals and uh, figuring maybe we can talk through this now the first one Mm -hmm. is in the Pac-12 which makes a little bit of sense because Ed was talking about how there are a number of possibilities where we get a playoff team out of that conference and that's Arizona their win total is four and a half, and tier five quarterback Jaden Delora is listed. And the other one is BYU. Now they are stepping up in class as far as schedule goes. Uh, they have Keaton Slovis. Their win total for BYU is also four and a half. You know, they're going to have to, cl- they get TCU. They're going to have to close with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. They would have to get out to a fast start. But uh, I, I find those two interesting because these are quarterbacks viewed as. I don't know about high ceiling guys, but guys that are that are legitimate in most weeks, they should have a quarterback advantage, and, and the win total is only four and a half for each of them. 
I think it's a great point because also if you look at a, other books, there's five and a half for both of them. So you're definitely getting some mm. value there if you think that they will overachieve and go over that because some books already set that much higher. So I think that's a good mm -hmm. look. I, yeah, I just think also with the Pac-12, so many question marks, you know. It seems like there's <laughs> been a lot of changes and you just don't know how good some of these teams could be like a Colorado or Cal. Um, Arizona State even. <laughs> yeah, what do we do with Colorado? Uh, the transfer portal national champions. Uh, that, that one yeah. is still weird to me because I, I know it's a super low win total, but it's not like Vanderbilt a year ago where, yeah, it was a low win total, but you knew they would muster up enough wins to clear it. Colorado is just such a known known that it, it may be more of a stay away for me. Uh, more than anything else. Um, this isn't a win total per se, Joe, but this is perhaps one way to look at, you know, what to do with the lower tiered quarterbacks with low win totals. So one thing that I, that stood out to me is that Jordan Travis at Florida state is a tier four guy. Garrett Riley is the new offensive coordinator at Clemson. To me, he's a big reason why TCU played for the national championship last year. That offense was about as elite as it could have been when the personnel wasn't elite to begin with. Seminoles are the favorites to win the ACC, but Clemson is not far behind. I would have liked mm -hmm. to have seen a higher tier for Florida State's quarterback to feel comfortable that they should be the favorite. So to me, Clemson offers some betting value just on that alone. I think the infrastructure is going to be a good bit better. So I wonder, when it comes to lower-tiered quarterbacks with low win totals, how much does infrastructure matter beyond just who's going to be the gunslinger? And then there's also the quarterback from the ACC that's in Tier 2, and his team's the third favorite, North Carolina, at yep. plus 650. Mm -hmm. Is that worth a consideration? Uh, the Florida State win total, you mentioned 9.5, a quarterback graded lower, but uh, – quarterback rated much higher for North Carolina and their win total is just one off. It, it's at eight and a half. So maybe there's value there on North Carolina too. Yeah, there, 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 there certainly may be. And again, Mac Brown, really good head coach, uh, certainly has exceeded expectations at UNC. Perhaps he can do it again. Certainly he knows how to build a program. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. uh, is so Clemson set on a, uh, on, and Klubnik is going to be the guy with DJ leaving, and I guess, yeah, I mean, you don't see question. him in any of these tiers, right? Downgrade. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> where were you? Where are you now? That's the question. There's that. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Joe O goes for the Triple Crown. The BetQL Daily Triple Crown. No pressure, Joe, but we're coming to you right here on the BetQL.